Please turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, we are looking at the latter half of verse 4. Um, and uh, today we actually finished it, so we'll finish it. <laughs> right. Um, there is so much to this. Uh, let me begin by reading in verse 4. <clears throat> the Apostle John writes there and he says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that, overcomes, uh, that has overcome the world, our faith. And then he says in verse 5, and you know, this is not a throwaway verse. This is a tremendous revelation here when we get to it next week. Uh, <laughs> when he says, who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Now, as I said to you before, you know, we've been looking at the latter half of verse 4, where the Apostle John said again, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Now, <laughs> you know, we need to understand how this works. Um, I really wanted to take a, a, a deep look at, or, well, a, a decent look at it, okay? We, we really, there is so much to faith, it, it's in, inexhaustible. Everything I thought I knew, now I know more, okay? So, <laughs> obviously I didn't know much, okay, and still don't, okay? But we're getting there, we're learning. And uh, today I really need you to catch what I have to share with you, because I'm going to go back over some verses. You know, remember again that we looked at Mark chapter 5, um, we, we've been looking at faith in different ways, and we've been looking at the way that faith is the thing that overcomes all the persecutions. Do you remember all that? Okay. <clears throat> and all the temptations in the world. It overcomes sickness and disease. We looked at that in Mark chapter 5, as you remember. And, you know, we looked at the two different kinds of faith that was in operation there. We looked at faith in God and the faith of God. I'm going to look at that a little bit more today. And we talked about, you know, whether you have faith in God, like Jairus did, where he said, come lay your hands and my daughter will be well, or whether you were like with the woman with the issue of blood, said all I have to do is grab his, you know, he, any of his clothing and I'll be healed and just suck the power right out of him, you know. That's the faith of God. I mean, she was operating in the faith of God. <clears throat> and so we went to Hebrews chapter uh, 10 and 11. I want to begin in Hebrews 11, 6. I, I know we looked at this before, but I've got some things I want to share with you. Um, when I finished last week, I thought, now nah, there was something else to this. And uh, it was, you know, it scratches around you in your spirit, you know, and you think there's something more. I haven't quite got my hold of it. And I just, this is for those that really need this right now. Hello. Okay, so <clears throat> let's begin in Hebrews 11.6. I want to start here because it's, it tells us how important faith is. It says without faith, but without faith, Hebrews 11.6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. It is impossible to please God without faith. It says, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I said to you last week that therefore we not only have victory in faith, we also have a reward. Amen? And I want you to see something here that without it, it's impossible to please God. Why is it impossible? I want to I go to Hebrews 10.38. Let's go up, a, up just one chapter up. In verse 38 because all this began with the writer of Hebrews saying, now the just shall live by faith. He said the just shall live by faith. You know, we haven't quite got a hold of that still. I know I didn't. So you might have, but you know, I'm a little behind, okay? <laughs> and I'm going to share with you today why I think we've missed something there. He says the just shall live by faith. And he says, if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. So I want you to notice that if we draw back, if we back off from faith, then God says, my soul has no pleasure in him. If God's soul has no pleasure in you, can I just say this? It's very hard to get anything out of him. 
it's hard to receive anything from him if he is not happy. Now take that for what it's worth, okay? <laughs> All right? Verse 39, he says, and this is us, but we are of those who, uh, who uh, we are not of those who draw back. We are not of those who draw back. Amen? And it says to perdition, which is destruction, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. I'm in Hebrews 10, 39 now. All right? So I want you to notice here that we are those that believe. We, we are in the must-believe group, okay? And we do believe, all right? Now, let's go to verse 1, Hebrews 11, 1, because here's the key. I want to stop here for a little bit today because I, I need you to get this revelation, all right? Notice he says, now I really hope I can get this across to you, all right? He says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Is that what it says? Yeah, that, it's not a trick question, <laughs> okay? I, I want you to understand something here. Do you understand the word is is an equal sign? Tash, I, I used Tash this morning, so I'm going to use Tash this evening, okay? Tash is Natasha, okay? There's an equal sign there. You can put Tash equals Natasha. If you get Tash, you got Natasha. If you get Natasha, you got Tash. Are you all with me? If you have water, you get wet, I know some try not to, but, you, okay? <laughs> All right? You know, they go in the ocean and think they can stay dry. You can't. You get in the water, you get wet. It is an equal sign. All right? Water is wet. You all with me? Okay? I, I need you to get this because a lot of people don't get this. Notice that it says faith is. Faith equals substance. See, we think... That when we have faith, substance begins to develop. But that's not what this says. This says faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is, that is faith, is the evidence. Because it has substance, it is the evidence of what you can't see. Now, I really need to get this. A lot of us think that we're in faith, but we're actually not in faith. Follow me closely. We are still in hope. The uh, preachers of old have tried to get this across to us, but not, you know, I, I really never, didn't get this, okay, <laughs> all right? You know, when they go, well, when you know that 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 you know, okay, there, okay, well, enough knows there, okay, <laughs> then you got faith, you know, you know, they, you know they, that what they say? All right, now understand that faith is also the assurance, because I told you before, there is both assurance and substance in that one Greek word. Okay, and that's why I said there is, there, isn't it wonderful that both the faith of God and faith in God are both there as well. I think it's tremendous how he just, the Bible never contradicts itself. It's always there. Amen. Okay. Now, <clears throat> what you need to understand is I, I want to deal with the, uh, the substance side. Is that okay? Because, you know, the assurance side, I think you guys understand that. All right, when, you, when you're assured of something. But I really want to deal with the substance side because that's really where we want to get to. We want to get to the faith of God in our life family. I really think that is a place to really aim for, okay? And so I really need you to get this now. It says faith is the substance of what I'm hoping for. So let's say I'm hoping for a Bible, okay? Faith will cause this thing to appear on the inside of me as real. When I have this in the spirit realm, now, okay, this is the, this is the spirit realm. Okay, everybody out here can't see, but this is, if you can see in the spirit, this is what you would see. I'm believing for a Bible. You go, yeah, but I can't see a Bible. Yeah, but I know I've got it. 
Oh, wait. Yeah, so, sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I done spoke into the Bible and took the mic away. All right. So, <laughs> the Bible is not a microphone. Okay. All right. So back to this. Okay. <laughs> sorry about that. Okay. I need you to get this. I really need you to get this. If there is no substance, I'm still hoping. Faith is the substance and the evidence in the spirit realm. While we look not at, at the things that are seen, this is 2 Corinthians 4.18, while we look not at the things that are seen, but at the things that are not seen, because the things that are seen, empty space, is temporal. The thing that is not seen, my Bible that I'm believing for, is eternal. And one day, <clears throat> there it is. But you see, this didn't appear from nowhere. This first appeared in here. If it didn't appear in here, it'll never appear out here. You're all getting this? Faith is. You know what I can write on this? Before this becomes a Bible, I can write the word faith on this. Faith is the substance. Please get this. I really need you. This is a visual aid. Okay? I can write faith on here. I'm believing for a Bible, but at the moment, faith is the substance of that Bible. It is the evidence of what I can't see. That is see in the natural, see in the physical realm. Are you all with me? But until this thing manifests on the inside of me, listen, here's the, here's the deal. Until this thing manifests on the inside, it will never manifest on the outside. Because there's nothing in here to manifest. Upside down now. See, when you can see it, you know it's upside down. Okay. <laughs> in the spirit, it doesn't matter if it's upside down. <laughs> but are you getting this? You need to understand that when we begin to believe, it is hope that leads the way. I hope for a Bible. And as I believe and as I speak and I say, thank you, Father, according to your word, that you uh, grant all the desires of my heart. This is a desire of my heart. So I believe and I receive a Bible. And to begin with, there's nothing there, there's nothing there. It's empty. I am in hope. Now I might hope that Andrew hears me saying it. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for a Bible. That if I had the money to get the Bible, this is what people do. That he will make it manifest. Brother, I heard you wanted a Bible. Yeah, because I was yelling at it from my voice. Of course, everybody in the suburb heard. See, listen to me now. That's not faith. That's fake. That's fraudulent. I'm taking advantage. Are you all with me? That's not how this works. In fact, if I was truly believing and he said, I, I heard that you need a Bible, I, I'd almost be tempted to say, please don't give me one. I'm believing for one to manifest. I'm excited about this. I'm not like Jairus. You don't need to come and give me money. I'm believing the thing will appear. I'm waiting for it to come. <laughs> you know? Listen, somebody will get it for you, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. But the thing is, you're not looking for that. Are you all here? So you won't make a big deal out of it. You won't be announcing it at the top of the, you know, that hopefully somebody will hear and take pity on me. Faith is the pity that somebody took on you. <laughs> no, it's not what it says. See, now listen. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our substance. Get it? The evidence of things not seen. Because on the inside, it's happened. 
on the inside, you've already won. It's over. This is the victory that has overcome. Do you get this now? Do you understand that it, once, it, once it happens on the inside, then the outside has no chance because the outside is seen is temporal. What's inside is unseen and eternal and it will slam this thing out of the way. It will come to existence regardless of what the devil wants or doesn't want. It will manifest because in the beginning, God said, and it came regardless of whether the devil wanted it there or not. And then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness so that when they speak, stuff will appear as well. (laughs) Are you getting this? If you don't get this, you're going to miss the whole point of this. You are going to miss what the Apostle John knew and what he walked in and why they just couldn't kill the dude. You, you can't kill somebody like this. You know, because I believe with all my heart, he just saw on the inside of himself, nothing would hurt him. Listen to me. It became so powerful just in the way that Peter would walk and his shadow would heal everybody because the power of God was flowing out. I believe the same thing happened with John except the protection of God was just flowing out. Hello? I've heard of people trying to shoot people and the bullet hits and falls. I mean, he doesn't get to them. Are you all with me? This is the victory that overcomes the world. And bullets. (laughs) Okay? Even our faith. But, you know, if the person thought, Oh my God, I'm going to die. Forget about it. He's dead. Do you understand why he's saying that? Because on the inside, he sees the bullet penetrating his body and killing him. And faith is the substance of what you hope for and what you fear. Did you get that? Because fear sees as well. But fear isn't God-driven. It's demon-driven. You getting this? Please do, man. I'm doing my best here. Okay. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I'm going to move on. I really hope you got a hold of this. I really hope you got a hold of the fact that faith is substance. If you don't have substance on the inside of you, if it isn't manifesting on the inside, if the thing hasn't become real on the inside... It is still hope. You're not at faith yet. Do you understand? And you need to keep at it until it manifests in here. Don't look for it to manifest out here. That's the mistake we've been making over and over again. Do you get what I said? And this is the reason why, maybe I haven't finished here yet. All right, let's keep going a bit more. This is the reason why people get discouraged because they look for the outside evidence of what their hope is believing for. Instead of the internal evidence of what this is talking about. Do you get it? And so, because they don't see it out there, they go, oh, it's not happening. My faith isn't working. Well, it isn't because it isn't there. You're still in the hopes, you know, in the realm of hope. Amen. So how do you... (laughs) I, I can hear this resounding sound, this question coming through. How do I get there? Faith comes by hearing. And here you are getting faith right now, by the way. Something is solidifying on the inside of you. I am taking something from inside of me and I'm pushing it into you. Sorry. (laughs) But I need you to get this. I'm doing everything that I can to get it on the inside of you. Because if you begin to see this, it will begin to develop on the inside of you. 
And you'll begin to, I tell you family, everything that you begin to believe, whether it's an airplane, whether it's a Bible, anything will begin with the word faith on it. Because that's your substance. And when I say, do you have faith? Your, your airplane, for example, will have faith written on it. You go, yes, I do. Now, how that thing manifests on the outside, that's a whole other thing. But you've got it there. There's a, something on the inside, and it's real, and God says, it's yours now. And you go, thank you very much. Everybody goes, oh, I haven't got it yet. No, to you, I haven't. To me, I've got it. I'm flying in it already. Get it? Do you get this now? Do you understand what they were trying to tell us for the longest time and we missed it? They couldn't articulate it in this way, you know. Not that I'm that great, but I just, you know, I, hopefully you're getting this. Hopefully you're beginning to understand that if there isn't any substance on the inside. You know when they say, oh, that man has no substance to himself. <laughs> he has no faith, all right? No, we're talking a different way. But <laughs> you know, you don't know how some of those people use that term. Who knows what they were meaning? But I'm telling you this. <clears throat> until, and see, this is why it has been so difficult because we have, very few of us have ever experienced substance on the inside. It has always been a big black room and it's always been hope. There has never been any substance to our hope that we could label faith that regardless of what anybody on the outside would tell us, this thing was so real to us that we didn't care. We weren't being, you know, we weren't being word people. Now I have to keep my confession up and I have to speak the word. Nothing. Man, the reason that we're believing it, because it's there. You can't see it. I can. Are you all with me? You know, if you kind of had special sight and you saw an angel in the room and somebody wants to do you harm and the angel draws out his sword and you can see this and you go, you better not touch me. And this guy can't see anything but you. And your Bible. <laughs> you know? yeah. But you can see something that they can't see. And you're not sweating. And the guy's going, how come you're not scared? Because I can see something you can't. I have a different reality than you do. My reality is higher than yours. Yours is about to change. <laughs> you know? Mine is eternal. It won't change. I suggest you back off. Do you get this? In that same way, do you know that when you believe for something, that's what appears? On the inside of you, the thing begins to manifest. And it becomes solid. It becomes so substantial that it could be used as evidence in a spiritual court of law. Do you now understand why Jesus said, if you look to lust, you've already committed the sin? Do you get it now? See, we don't, we don't do that. We don't do the, what, what Jesus is actually saying. Even in that, we're not really doing it. Because what he is seeing is the way he sees faith. He sees reality. He sees a reality that is greater than this present reality. Are you all with me? It is that reality that created this reality. Do you get it? Therefore, if you, if you control that reality, if you are doing things in that reality, everything out here will change accordingly. Amen. Moving on. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> God, I hope you got that. 
All right, <laughs> let's have to move on. I got a page to get through. All right, so verse uh, two, uh, Hebrews eleven two. He says, "For by it the elders obtained a good testimony." Verse three. This is important now. Hebrews eleven three. By faith, we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. Do you understand now that God used substance to create the world? He took something from what we can't see to create something we can see. In fact, I think that's what he, he goes on to say. He says, the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Can I, can I rephrase that? They were made of things that were invisible. But there was something that was there that was, it was created from. It didn't come from nowhere. There was something already there. That was God's faith. Do you understand God has faith? Do you understand when he had put faith out there, things happened. And he said, now I'll take that and I'll move it to another dimension and create this. Hallelujah. That's why man can't create anything. Because he doesn't know how to use his faith. <laughs> if he knew how, he'd do it, but he doesn't know how. He hasn't been taught that because the devil has kept mankind in the natural realm because he can't fight faith. He can't fight this other realm. You all with me? That's a whole other lesson. Anyway. So, I said here, since, <clears throat> notice here that since it was by faith that the worlds were framed and made of things which were invisible, then it must, be, it must require faith to overcome it and set things right whenever it, whenever it gets out of hand. And why Hebrews 10.38 says that the just shall live and we know have their life sustained by faith. Now we're going to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, we're going to start in verse 35. So we see an excellent example of uh, uh, setting things right <clears throat> in Mark chapter 4. Verse 35, it says, on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. You all know this. Verse 36, now when he had left the multitude, uh, they took him along in the, boat as, uh, yeah, in the boat as he was, and other little boats uh, were also with him. Verse 37, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Verse 38, but he was in the stern asleep on a pillow, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And then he arose and he said, Yes, I really don't care. You can all die. I actually didn't like you. I like a new set. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, he, he didn't. No. You go, Pastor, that's not in my Bible. No, no, don't be afraid. What they expect him? You ask a question. That's a silly question. You know, okay, but he's, it, verse 39, it actually says, Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? <clears throat> Let's stop there for a second. First of all, I want you to notice, Jesus knew how to handle a storm. Jesus, you know, can I just say this? Before you go into your faith project, before you uh, approach this thing, you need to go to God and get some instructions. Can I, can I say that? Check with him what you need. See, a lot of times people come to me, you know, I've got a storm in my life. Can you please tell the waves to stop beating on the boat and sinking my little boat all the time? That's not what you need. You need me to, stop, to shut the wind down. Because if I shut down the wind, it will stop the waves. Do you all with me? The, the waves are at the mercy of the wind. I can tell the waves off as much as I want to, but as the wind keeps going, it'll keep rising up. 
people come and say, I've got a mess in my life. You know, can you pray that, you know, this person stopped doing that, that person stopped doing that, that person stopped doing that. And then, you know, you start, I start to pray. And I think, and God says, if they just forgive, all that, the, that's the wind. Their unforgiveness is the wind. The storm, everything that is happening around them is because of that wind. If they let go of that, the wind will cease. And the, the waves will stop. And the boat will be safe. Do you all get this? Somebody says, God, I don't have enough finances. Well, they're not giving anything. That's the wind. They say, please pray that I get more money. I can't pray for you to get more money unless you do the, the, the thing that God tells you to do. Are you all with me? So until you do something and until you make a decision, the thing will keep happening. I've, I don't know how many times I've seen people come up. And none of you, okay? None of you. I've seen people come up and God tells me straight away, they, they're going to ask you to pray for them for finances, but they're not giving. So you know, I pray for finances and say, thank you, God, for wisdom. <laughs> you know, what else do you do without getting, you know, slapping them in the face? And say, thank you, God, that they just see the error of their ways. If there's anything that is getting in the way of them receiving the money, <laughs> what do you do? They just lay, open their eyes, God. Let them see so that nothing is getting in the way of this, of your, you know, full and complete and overflowing blessing in their life. In Jesus' name, God, I hope they got it. Okay, now see, I have no faith now. Anyway, no. <laughs> you know, people, man, they can't do anything about that. They got to decide. You can hope and whatever you want, but until they decide, it's not going to happen. Amen. That's the wind. I want you to notice there are things in your life you're believing for something. You need to find out what the wind is. You may see the thing that you need as the thing that you need from God, but God might say there's something else behind it. Deal with this and that thing won't have any power behind it anymore. You literally take the wind out of its sails and it will shut down. Amen? Now, that wasn't the thing. Okay, <laughs> that was just extra. But I, I told you, I want to show you some different things here. The thing I want to show you here is, I want you to notice how Jesus, in Jesus saying, listen, in verse 40, Mark 4.40, when he says, why are you so fearful? And when he says, how is it that you have no substance? Assurance. What happened? <laughs> he says, why do you have no faith? Why is your inside showing you that you're going to die? Fearful. Do you get this? He's saying, obviously on the inside you see death. That's why he says, that's why they came and said, do you not care that we perish? They are seeing themselves dying. That's really what Jesus rebuked. <laughs> get this please he, he was literally saying to them why are you dying on the inside why are you fearful why are you dying on this you get this he says where is your faith why aren't you seeing something else even if it is that will wake him and he'll rebuke the storm or whatever he needs you know he's the son of god man he does some amazing things he can fix this even if they had jairus's faith and said we just need to get him up say lord i'm sorry to wake you we're kind of sinking here. We know you don't want us to die. Could you please do something? That would have been different. Do you understand the difference in their question? They said, don't you care? We're dying. See the difference? Do you all see the difference? You need to get this difference. You can go to the Lord and ask for help, but you need to go to him without saying, well, I'm dead. Can you help? 
Well, it's too late. If he's dead, you're dead. Okay? Can't do anything with a dead body. Well, he can raise him up. But anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> the thing is, you can't give up. You, you know, see something here for Jesus to say, where is your faith? What does that tell you? That he calmed everything down by faith. People say that Jesus calmed the storm and raised it because he was the son of God, brother. He just, he was just amazing. He was, we can't do stuff like that because he's the son of God and we're not. Uh, don't worry about first, uh, first John 3, 2 that says now are we the sons of God. <laughs> no, 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 that, 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 that's li- not, not literally, that, that's some, something else, figuratively, figuratively. Oh, take your figurative and go outside. Listen, <laughs> listen, man. That's why he said, behold, what manner of love. That was an exclamation in that statement. That we should be called the children of God. It's just amazing that we have been put in the same place as the person he saw raising the dead, calming storms, turning water into wine, doing all these incredible things because we know he was the son of God. And now because of his death, we're in the same place. Oh, hallelujah. Do you get this? Are you getting this? It means that everything that he could do, in fact, he said it. I think it was John 14, 12. He said, you, not only will you do the things that I'm doing, but greater things than these will you do. Some theologian need to read that. Are you all with me? We should be going so far beyond this that it should be spinning people's heads. They're like, boy, we, have nev- we haven't even heard of, there wasn't even in the Bible. How'd you do that? Because we are the church in Acts now. We should be going forward from there. We shouldn't be still diving off the edge, you know, like the Wright brothers. Oh, good, I got another five meters. Yeah. Hey, man, today we've got, you know, long-reach aircrafts and things that have two, you know, double-deckers. I mean, things that you just think, how can that thing fly? Well, it flies. That's how much we know now. But we get to faith and we still can't get off the ground. Isn't that really sad? We should be doing stuff that spins everybody's heads that was back there. They're going, you do what with your faith? Yeah, man, you can do that too. Wow! Instead, we're looking back and going, wow, look what they did with their faith. Uh, you know, <laughs> that was for them, them early puzzles. Them rend- that wrote them pistols and that's it. It's not for us, brother. Well, you live in that group because it says without faith it's impossible to please God. That never changed. Which means we're still meant to be walking by faith, which is a substance which is evidence. They're not going to get it because they don't believe. This stuff only works for those who believe. And we'll look at that as we finish. Dear God. Okay. So I've said here, since Jesus asked the question, how is it that you have no faith? It must mean that it was by faith that he overcame the storm and brought peace back into the situation. This is again what the Apostle John meant when he said, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Now, continuing on in his commentary, John MacArthur says, the word overcomes in the original language conveys the idea, listen, that believers have continual victory over the world. Continual victory over the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. It is a continual victory. It's not a one-time deal. Are you all with me? Because the devil is attacking us 24-7. We need to be victorious 24-7. Can I get an amen on that? <clears throat> okay. That's why the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2.14, Now thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. Always. There is no question there. He always causes us to triumph. We need to be, family. 
If we are going to have an impact in this world, we need to be triumphing all the time. Now, we're not there yet, but I pray that as you learn stuff, that you will grow in your faith and something will begin to happen. You'll become this world overcomer. You'll be rewarded for your, for your faith. And you'll be triumphing. I'm using all these words on purpose, okay? In everything. That's another way of saying victory. Amen? Now, <clears throat> notice again that this victory or triumph is only for those who are born of God and are now in Christ. With William MacDonald saying <clears throat> that the one who really overcomes the world is, I love this, is not the great scientist or philosopher or psychologist, okay? But the simple believer. Anybody who believes, just believe. Get it? The simple believer who realizes, I love this, that the things which are seen are temporary and the things which are not seen are eternal. Hallelujah. That's the key. That's the key. In other words, as the Full Life Study Bible puts it, the faith that overcomes the world is a faith that sees eternal realities and experiences the power of God. Did you get that? Amen? I'm coming to an end. Hang with me, okay? It is a faith that no evil power in the world can overcome. And it is true whether you have faith in God or the faith of God. i got two more scriptures. The first one is Matthew 19.26. For faith in God, Jesus says in Matthew 19.26, With men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. So if that's where you are, well, so be it. Be there, but be there wholly. Don't be there half, okay? <laughs> you need to just immerse yourself in that. And you need to say, God, I am totally, absolutely believing in, believing in you to do something here. See, you have faith. That is still faith, family. And you, you know, anything that contradicts what you are believing God for, reject the thing. Because that's a part of your faith. Because you know God will not lie. Are you all with me? So if something is lying, it's not him. It's something that's showing its ugly head in front of you and saying, see, it's not working. Just say, shut up. Amen. <laughs> Don't be nice. All right. And, <laughs> wow. and for the faith of God, Jesus says in Mark 9.23. Mark 9.23. He says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. So we have on one side faith in God, with God, all things are possible. And we have the faith of God, which is, if you can believe. The question is, can you? If you can believe, then all things are possible. I really want you to see that all things are possible. Do you know why? Because you build it on the inside. Do you, are you getting this now? You build it in a place that the devil cannot access. Listen to me. Let me leave you with this revelation. That imagination that God gave you isn't just an imagination. It's a building site. Get this now. You build things there. You begin to build your faith. You build the things that you believe you're believing for. They're all built in there. And just like, you know, I, I use this example <coughs> in, the, in the morning in the previous session, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say, anyway, you, you know, when, when they, this is a natural example, but I hope you get a hold of this, you know, when they want to uh, roll out a new aircraft, they, you know, they don't, they don't bring the plans out and tell you to sit on it. The plans don't go anywhere, <laughs> you know, no matter how nicely they've drawn it, 
It's not going anywhere. Neither, listen, neither will they bring a half-built aircraft and tell you to get in on it. In fact, they'll build the aircraft, they'll test the thing, make sure it doesn't crash because there's a lot of lawsuits there. <laughs> okay? And they'll make sure everything is fixed before you see it. Did you get that? Before it manifests, they've done a lot of work in the background and when they put it out, they are confident that the thing will fly. And then they'll charge you money. <laughs> okay, hello. All right, <laughs> listen, man. It's got reward, you know. <laughs> okay, but I want you to get something. If the world does that, then why don't we? We, you know, we're just happy that a wing manifested. Let's throw it out there and let's see if it doesn't. Don't do stuff like that. It's because we don't know. We're so excited something happened. Are you all with me? Please get this. You need to spend time building it on the inside. All the things that they said for you not to do as a child, I'm sorry, you need to reinstate all of that back into your life. Because what they thought they were getting rid of, what they thought was fanciful thinking and just imagination, just, just you know, silly things and things that were not real, were actually you were actually plugged into another realm. You were seeing in that realm, and they broke you off of that realm to bring you into this one. And to keep you here permanently because the devil can't manage that. And they said that that, none of, that doesn't make any difference. You know, all of that does is, is, is fantasy. And it's none of it's real. And they didn't understand that everything in this earth came from there. Everything began in somebody's imagination. The chair you sit on right now came from somebody's imagination. Are you all with me? So I want you, as you leave here today... To be a doer of the word, I need you to begin to develop your imagination. Begin to develop what you can see on the inside. It might take you a while and you might fall asleep every two minutes, whatever. Begin to develop something in there, please. To the place where it, things become so real on the inside that we can't, con we can't no matter how, how hard we try, convince you of something different to what now you can see. Because... Faith is there. It's substance. It is real to you. It is the substance that you hope for. It is your evidence of what everybody else can't see. Amen? Let's have every head bowed, every eye closed. Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you, Father, for this revelation, this insight, this understanding.